Welcome to Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Thursday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, and PS2 and PS3. And now here are your hosts, Awesome Andy and the Marksman. Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the only Midwest-based daily video game podcast. It is Tuesday, January the 2nd. Happy New Year. I'm the Marksman, and with me is Awesome Andy, as always. Happy New Year. And, Andy, have you done any video gaming over the weekend? I have done a little. I've mainly been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the 360. I also Friday night went and played the Nintendo Wii. And uh, how did you enjoy the Wii? That was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed the Wii Sports. We uh, we played bowling. That was... <laughs> <laughs> that right there would actually make me want to purchase one. And I would just end up playing that, so... Luckily, it comes with a with the Wii Sports. How about you? Let's see. I played uh, Resistance, Fall of Man, a lot, and uh, I got a new uh, USB headset, and so I've been testing that out. And I do find that it's a uh, it's a lot of fun to uh, have teammates that have headsets, so you can say flank left, flank left, and they they'll go run off to the left. And and uh, been playing a lot of Capture the Flag and Meltdown. Um, I'll have a review for that game tomorrow. I've had it since launch, and I just haven't written up a review yet, but uh, we'll have that tomorrow. And then uh, I played a good amount of Final Fantasy XII yesterday as well. Um, I'm about 60 hours into it now, and uh, I'm still pretty happy with the results. Uh, I still am getting my butt kicked by a lot of things. That means I've got levels to go still, levels to go. Well, I thought we would start off today's show for our topic of discussion. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Sony. And this is something that I've, I've talked about with the folks that have come over and played on uh, my PS3 somewhat. Um, but I thought what we'd discuss today is is the lack of force feedback, the lack of rumble uh, on the PS3 controllers. A good or bad move by Sony. I thought about this long and hard. Um, my personal opinion is that it's a bad thing. Um, it's a bad thing for a lot of reasons. Number one, you're taking a feature that people were used to and removing it from the game and or from the experience. And when you do that, that actually causes a problem because people perceive it as being a backward step. And I think it is. Um, secondly, the the thing that probably bothers me the most is the fact that Sony um, said that the reason that they can't do uh, rumble was because it interfered with the wireless uh, control of the controllers. And yet, um, you played a, a Wii this weekend, did you not? Yes, I did. And tell me, were you able to use or feel the rumble in the controller uh, even though you're playing wirelessly? Yeah. Hmm. You know what the true matter is? There, it's it's. There's a lawsuit. Um, basically, this small uh, company 
uh, from the Midwest, amazingly enough, um, sued Sony, and their their lawsuit is still pending um, because they are the original developers of the Rumble Control, and so they sued Sony, and since that litigation is still ongoing, uh, they couldn't add it to the PS3 controllers without paying this company off. And I think in the long run, that's going to hurt Sony. I think that it's basically a mistake for them. They should have Rumble in their controllers. Uh, think how much more interesting MotorStorm would be is if you get into some really rough terrain if, the, if it started shaking. Um, we're already probably going to see uh, third-party controllers that have Rumble support, but then the question is, if it's not included in the games, what's the point? And at this point, I think that until they resolve this lawsuit, we're going to have a problem. I think it's a bad thing all around. What do you think, Indy? Um, I think for right now, it's probably a bad thing, but I think people aren't really going to stop buying the PS3 just because of the lack of Rumble feature. And it it adds to the game, yes, but it's not the biggest drawing feature for the PS3 itself. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I I agree that people are not buying the PS3 just for the Rumble. I I just do think that it is... uh, I think it would be... I look at games like Warhawk. Um, I mean, think how awesome it would be to be flying through the sky and uh, somebody shoots a, a... cannon from the ground and you feel the flak explosion i just feel that we're we're being robbed of something i granted i mean am i completely missing it no i i'm playing my games and i'm quite happy without it but i do feel that in the long run this will be a critique of sony's controllers for a long long time and if they do resolve this patent and release a uh dual shock 4 you know, a new version of the controller that has Rumble, that means all of us that paid 50 bucks for a controller that without Rumble is out. And I think that's going to uh, make me pretty angry as a consumer. And with that, we'll take our first break. When we come back, the news. Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny, comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha metro, every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. Neil Gaiman has announced uh, on his website, on his own personal blog, that uh, contrary to the rumors that were flying around the net, he is not doing uh, the Silent Hill 2 co-write. And Neo Sapien on our forum boards are the ones that uh, alerted me to that story. Thanks for the heads up on that. Uh, So unfortunately, no, no Neil Gaiman on Silent Hill 2, meaning that it should probably be as crappy as the first one. Andy? Uh, Time Magazine, they've listed the top 10 games for 2006. We, uh, we've listed a link for you to go and check out what they've listed. 
And we'll just go ahead and give you the top three, which were Wii Sports, Gears of War, and New Super Mario Brothers. New Super Mario was number three. Yep. And number two was Gears of War. Surprise, surprise. And number one was Wii Sports. Uh, speaking of uh, Wii Sports, I, I watched a, a YouTube video today that showed the 12-player um, WarioWare party game. It looks crazy. Crazy amazing. I, I don't know how they're going to do it with, uh, with just four controllers, but craziness. For those of you that own PS3s, if you've been waiting, uh, you can now get your free copy of Yellow Dog Linux from Terrasoft Solutions website. Uh, if you're not using an HDTV, you'll want to find the instructions for installing uh, Yellow Dog on a standard definition television. Uh, there's no wireless support for Linux yet, but uh, all the installations, everything, uh, where you can find that and where you can find your free copy, we'll have for you in the show notes uh, up on the website today. For Superman Returns fans, it's now available for download on the Xbox Live Marketplace. The only thing is, I believe I read that the movies are only for rent, so you can't keep them on your hard drive. And Does it ha expire after like three days or something? I believe so, yes. And it's also it's available in uh, standard and high definition. So, in Japanese gaming news, MotorStorm has topped the Japanese sales charts, and it looks like uh, Formula One that just released for the PS3 sold 8,000 units on day one of its release. Uh, and that demo uh, for Formula One is available to us here in North America on the PlayStation Network, and that's free of charge. It's about 600, 700 megs, if I remember right. A little while to download and install, but uh, if you're a big fan of Formula One racing, it is pretty realistic. Yeah, check that out. The soldiers in Iraq got a nice surprise as Bungie and Microsoft set up a huge game station for them so they could show off the multiplayer feature for the beta of Halo 3. Now, uh, it's also been released that on YouTube, there are two videos of the preview for Halo 3 Beta up there. Best Buy this last weekend uh, has indeed been hoarding their PS3s. And this last Sunday, they had a huge sale and released them all. Every store had between 25 and 65 units each. Uh, I actually had a friend or two that picked up a couple this weekend because of that sale. And we'll look for exact sales numbers sometime here in the near future. Also in the PS3 news, I was uh, trolling around YouTube today and I found that Sony is already advertising for Final Fantasy 13 in Japan, promising a 2007 release date. Uh, it's a 30 second long commercial that shows uh, office lights being turned on and off. And then the last maybe two and a half to three seconds is a new piece of uh, footage from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Nothing spectacularly amazing other than it's a clip we haven't seen before. So if you might want to check out YouTube for that. Go ahead and pick up uh, Nintendo Monopoly. It's now available for purchase at uh, brick and mortar and online retailers. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for the Wii has broken the 2 million unit mark according to VG Charts. 
an unofficial tally count of software sales worldwide, while the Wii units themselves have reached 3.19 million units worldwide, according to G4TV. And speaking of the Wii, uh, Japan's virtual console service just got updated right before the new year with uh, with the following titles. Let's see, for the uh, NES system, the NES, also called the Famicom in Japan, uh, they got Iki, Ice Climber, Zelda 2 Adventures of Link, and Kid Icarus. Uh, did you ever play Kid Icarus, Andy? No, I never did. It's actually a really fun game. All those games are 500 points on the service. Uh, for the Super Famicom... That's the name of the Super Nintendo in Japan. Uh, Fire Emblem is 900 points. And for the Nintendo 64, they got Mario Kart 64 at 1,000 points. But again, there's no online multiplayer yet. And there will also be some Mega Drive and PC Engine updates scheduled for January as well. That'll be it for the news. So we will take our break and be back in just a moment. Newsflash 2007, America joins the war against expensive comics by rolling out its most impressive weapon yet, TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com ships comics to military personnel overseas, as well as to everyday Joes in the good old U.S. of A. Every comic magnet board, join the fight and win the war at TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com. And we're back. Um, on last Thursday's show, uh, we did a review for MotorStorm. And uh, what happens when you edit things at 2 or 3 in the morning is uh, apparently you, you lose all kind of sound perception. Because I had cranked up the music so loud that nobody could hear what the heck I was saying. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to play uh, replay the review for the MotorStorm demo that I did, and then Andy will have a review for Bully for the PS2 after this. And we're back. We have a couple reviews for you today. Uh, I'm going to review the MotorStorm demo that's available on the PlayStation 3 uh, network. It is a free download, and basically, if you're not familiar with MotorStorm, um, it's a racing game. But the difference is, instead of your typical racing venue of a city or uh, a set of windy roads, it's set in the uh, Arizona desert, and um, it basically you're racing through dust and mud and over gaps and chasms, and you can fall to your death by running out into a valley. It's it's a it's it's basically a it's basically a racing game, but it's got a lot of attitude built into it as well. Um, part of the fun of the game is trying to make your opponents wreck, uh, as well as get to the finish line first. Now the graphics on the game are just jaw dropping. If you want to see what this game looks like in HD, head to any Walmart or uh, GameStop or uh, electronics boutique 
Uh, also, most Best Buys also have a demo of the game that runs in full HD. It is breathtaking. Uh, if you saw the E3 trailer from 2005 for the game, that trailer looked absolutely 100% realistic. It does not quite look that good, but it's pretty close. Uh, the best thing about the graphics is, is that it's, it's tight, you don't see any clipping errors, you don't see uh, vehicles appearing inside one of another when there's collision, collision detection in the air, uh, you actually see it. And if, if you're driving a motorcycle and a Jeep lands on top of you, you explode and die. And that's, that's uh, it's, it's, the graphics are excellent. Um, one other thing I should say about the graphics is when you do uh, blow up or uh, destroy your vehicle, it, it switches to a burnout style uh, slowdown where it starts running in, in high speed but very slow action almost like in slow motion and some of the ways you die in this game dying is perhaps the best part of the game uh, as far as your the sound on the game goes it's got a very good soundtrack uh, the few pieces of music that we hear are Bush and a couple other uh, artists but they're they're generic but they they're driving pieces that inspire the, the need for speed if you will uh, in the game uh, the sound effects as you're driving are amazing. Uh, it is 5.1 surround, so if there is a car on your left slightly behind you, you will hear a car on your left slightly behind you. Um, the, the sound effects for boost uh, for the nitrous oxide and letting you know that it's charged up or about to blow you up, uh, also very good. The gameplay is phenomenal. Um, right now you are limited to a single player. I'm guessing that when the game comes out, now this game did come out in Japan already, uh, it was a rush job, it had no multiplayer, not even split screen multiplayer, uh, but that is not what we're going to get here in the United States. We already know that there will be uh, split screen multiplayer and that there will be online multiplayer, which is what I'm most excited about. Um, but as of right now, the demo is only single player, and it doesn't matter. The best part about the gameplay is that there are several different ways for you to play even in the demo. You can start off by uh, driving with a third person perspective which is slightly back and above the vehicle that you're racing. Uh, for example, you have a choice of a truck or a motorcycle. Uh, if you choose the truck, you can choose a third person perspective or you can drive in a first person perspective. And let me tell you that when you're driving in first person perspective, it is like you are actually driving and it is quite challenging. Um, but not only that, uh, in either visual mode, you can actually use the PlayStation 3's built-in um, motion sensing control to steer your vehicle. So if you decide uh, you don't want to use the analog sticks, which are pretty precise, you can actually use the uh, motion sensor to drive the vehicle instead. It is a lot of fun, and I was able to have uh, several people who don't even play video games uh, pick the game up and try it because they were steering with the controller, actually holding it as if it was a driving wheel, uh, and that was that was pretty interesting stuff. So, based on what it is already, it is a demo. It is free to download from the PlayStation 3 network, but based just on the demo alone, um, I'd have to give this game a nine out of ten. The fun factor of the game. I know uh, tonight Andy and a couple other of my friends are going to come over and we're going to be playing 
playing a lot of MotorStorm because it is just that fun of a game. Everybody wants a turn at it. It is an extremely fun game. Uh, when the full version comes out, we will definitely have a review for that. And all I can say is I'm expecting this game to be a 10 out of a 10. I, I don't like rating games 10 because that means they're perfect. But if the expectations follow through on it, you you can believe it'll get a 10. So for the demo, 9 out of 10, make sure you download it. It's a must-have download. Andy? Well, to... Uh... Add on to what you were just talking about with MotorStorm. Uh, I remember when I played it over at your house at one time, the uh, motorcycle running through the uh, big billboard was uh, probably the funniest thing I had ever seen. The uh, billboard got, it broke and got stuck inside of my mask. So as I fell off the bike, the billboard just weighted me down and wherever it went, I followed was one of the funniest things I had seen. It, it literally looked like it had just impaled him through the head, through the slit of the visor. And as he, as the billboard fell, his guy went with it. And it was complete ragdoll physics. It was beautiful. Bully is a game you're going to want to play through more than one time so you can do the side jobs in the winter. Do the shoveling and the snowball fights. Because if you're like me, I just played straight through the missions just to find out how the whole game plays out. Now it is an open world game so you have quite a bit to explore. The lack of blood and no real weapons doesn't really take away from the fun. The side jobs are fun, but get boring after you play them over and over. The classes that you attend are Gym Class, English, Chemistry, Art, and Auto Shop. These are actually really fun to go to and play out the uh, class games. And each time you pass one, you get a special reward. The game itself is relatively easy and it's quick to beat. It should take about a week to beat depending on how often you play. And once you beat it, they allow you to wander around and finish the side jobs and classes that you didn't get a chance to finish. You can also walk around and talk to the different people. You've got the nerds, the bullies, the jocks, the preppies, and the... Oh, I forgot what they called the, the older people walking around the schools, but they're, they're like the monitors make sure that all the kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing and when you're inside you've got the lockers that you can rummage through and find out you know find different objects like uh, weapons or clothing or books and once you've gotten some of those open you can also grab somebody and shove them into the locker or shove someone into a trash can which I found myself doing quite a bit while I was in the school rooms. Um, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's really fun, but it's really short, so if you only plan on playing it one time through, just go ahead and rent it, because it'll probably only take you the week, that week when you rent, so. Graphics are, graphics are good. The, the character model's really nice. And just the whole environment is fun to be in. It's it's 
not too adult and graphic like the Grand Theft Auto environments. It's more of a fun, fun kid environment. The sound's good. It's they don't have a a selection of music like the Grand Theft Autos, which I would have actually liked to see. That way, you've got you know a big selection of music that you can just listen to as you play through it. Probably just shoving people in lockers. That was, that was the thing I enjoyed most. I I give it a eight out of ten. Now, Andy, do you know who Jack Thompson is? No, I don't. Well, let me introduce you to him. Jack Thompson is a lawyer. Uh, I believe he's based out of Florida. And it's his goal to take down Rockstar Entertainment and, if he has his way, ban uh, any kind of questionable video game or any kind of violent video game that's out there that has any kind of violence in it at all. And he particularly took on Bully as his... uh, he tried to get the sale of Bully stopped, and it was overturned in a court of law and made it so that they could sell it. But there was worry that he might actually succeed in this. He has been around for quite a while, and it's he's a, a just a he's a pain in the side of the video game industry, pretty much over and over because he gets a lot of press and a lot of publicity. Um, having looked at Bully. Do you think that this was a game that would inspire kids to be mean to other kids? No, I really don't. The I mean it's the whole purpose of the game isn't made for you to be a bully. You're helping out like you're trying to help out the the nerds. You're trying to stop one guy from taking over the entire school. So you're trying to, you're siding with each group, helping them get what they need so that they will help you, in the end, stop the main villain of the game. So no, I don't see that this game is going to turn the youth of America into bullies. See, and that that disturbs me because a lot of ruckus is made about this game about how it was going to lead the downfall of our youth, etc. And that really does frustrate me. Um, I have not played Bully myself. Uh, I, ha- I have been meaning to check it out for a little while, but I haven't had the time to do so. So you having played it, telling me that, I, I, it does kind of infuriate me that he would get so much press about this. Um, and just since we're, this is the New Year's edition... Uh, I wasn't really going to give this any coverage of time because I think the more coverage that Thompson gets, the more uh, backwards it becomes. But he he has uh, basically said that this is the year that he will run Take-Two and Rockstar into the ground. And I think that's that's just, the, just a ridiculous thing to say because I, if you were to compare this against the Grand Theft Auto series... Um, just out of curiosity, which one do you like better, Andy? I'm sure the answer is probably going to be Grand Theft Auto, but I'm I'm wondering if they're really that comparable. I I would choose Grand Theft Auto, but that's mainly because you've got so much more that you can do in the Grand Theft Auto series. It's not just you know, hey, I can go around and shoot cops. You know, that's not why I play those. The missions are really fun. The side missions are really fun. There's 
a lot to explore and find in there. So yeah, I, I would choose Grand Theft Auto over Bully, but Bully is a really fun game to play, and it's a game. It's not real life. It's it's not it's it's not gonna change behaviors in kids just because they're playing some high school kid running around trying to help people. He's or beat up people if you want to, which you can do if you feel like it. See, I, I, I agree exactly with that sentiment. I mean, this is where I believe that it's the parent's responsibility to monitor and be involved with what their kids are playing. And if you walk into a store and buy your, your kid bully and you don't know anything about the game, I mean, you should be able to tell some of what the game's about simply from the title. You know, and people who buy their kids Grand Theft Auto, well, it's obviously a carjacking game. You know, or a game based around carjacking, and, or Bully, which is a game about bullies. You know, if if you're going to buy your kid that, you, it's your responsibility to be involved with what they're doing, what they're playing, what they're seeing, and making sure that they understand everything that's going on. And I think that that it's it's actually you know, I I think that Thompson is just throwing fuel on a flame and and the wrong. The problem is it's the wrong thing that's being looked at. It's it's not. It should be the the parents that are looked at, not at not the video games and the video game makers. Well, with that, that will do it for today. We will be back tomorrow, and uh, I will have a Resistance Fall of Man review. And anything else you'd like to add, Andy? No, no. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.